0: Coffee Breakers, welcome to Take a Coffee Break and Chill Podcast. I'm A.C. And I'm Scully. And during our coffee break today, we are reviewing the Netflix's, yes again, Netflix, series entitled Murdaugh Murders, A Southern Scandal, which as many of you are aware, Mr. Richard Alexander Murdaugh, a.k.a. Alec, a.k.a. Alex Murdaugh, is currently on trial in South Carolina for the murder of his wife and son but anyway this docuseries covers some of the information about the numerous investigations suspicious deaths and overall shady dealings of the murdall family and in particular mr alex murdall um but also his family yeah and his children so this is This podcast episode, will review episode one and two of the docu-series, which is a four-part docu-series, and in our next podcast, we will cover three and four. So, before we get into all that, um, I would like to give you an overview of the regions of South Carolina, for those of you who are not familiar. Uh, Hey, Switzerland. Um, We see you. We see you, and... All the other beautiful countries that are listening to us, we truly appreciate it. Um, I would like to give you an overview of the regions of South Carolina and kind of set the scene for where all this takes place. That's a good plan. So South Carolina is made up of four regions. The upstate, which is in the northwest portion of the state. Um, It runs from the North Carolina border to the Georgia border and consists of 11 counties with the biggest county in the upstate as Greenville County. The next is the Midlands, and it also goes from the North Carolina border down to the Georgia line, but it covers the middle of the state.
1: Hence Midlands.
0: (laughs) Yes, very creative we are. (laughs) Um, And... Its biggest county is Richland, which houses our capital, Columbia, yeah. the, the city of Columbia. And that is actually the biggest most populated mm-hmm. county in Worst the, traffic. Oh gosh. <laughs> malfunction Junction. Yeah. Um <laughs> in in um the Midlands. So the next one that I'm gonna talk about is the PD region. And that is the north northeastern corner of south carolina and it consists of 12 counties with the biggest being ori county which is famous for myrtle beach mm-hmm. um and that brings us and to, it is ori it is ori even though it is it's spelled pretty- hori <laughs> but it is ori just for educational purposes yes and i'm gonna get into some south carolina pronunciation mess ups here in a few minutes so that, yeah. that's actually just you know fyi um the H is silent. Yes. <laughs> yes. Don't call it hory because people will know you ain't from around here. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, and that brings us to the the scene of all of this, which is the low country. And that's the southeastern corner um, of the state. And it also has 11 counties with the largest county being Charleston. Mm-hmm. Um and so all of this is taking part in those lower areas, but specifically Hampton and Collington counties, which are both very rural counties. Gorgeous land, though. Yeah, aren't they all water? A lot of water, a lot of rivers, a lot okay. of, yeah, yeah, a lot of that. So when we we're talking about pronunciation, I'm going to go ahead and... Yeah, we both have this. I don't believe that you can make stuff up. <laughs> so I mean you can, but it don't can. make it correct. It doesn't make it correct. So there's a lot of um back and forth about what this family name actually is. Now if you are from the low country, you pronounce Myrdah as it is spelled. Okay, because it is literally M-U-R-D-A-U-G-H.
1: Yeah, M-U-R-D-A
0: U G-H. Yeah. Murdahl but if you're from the low country you would pronounce that murdick I don't understand that i will not <laughs> be pronouncing that murdick i will be pronouncing it murdall and apparently alex or alec yeah which is spelled a l e x goes by alec yeah. It's pronounced alec in the low country again i will not be doing that yeah um, I would also like to say that we are in the upstate of South Carolina. Yeah. Um, so maybe things are just a little dialect different. Clearly. Yeah. But it's, it's, there's for, no K in there, that name. There's no K for Murdoch. And there's no C for Alec. No, he's Alex. So it's Alex Murdoch. That's who we're talking about. <laughs> or that's what we're going to be talking about. So episode one is entitled "Where is Mallory?" and details a 2019 boat crash that took her life and which is kind of the catalyst to all of this, which is the catalyst to all of this and I'm going to kind of review with you guys um, who all was interviewed and go into the story of what happened and as always, AC has her nuts. and I'm here. <laughs> Yes, and I have tons of notes on these first couple episodes, but I'm going to try to keep it entertaining for you guys. I'm going to try to keep it flowing. Well, there's a lot in those first two. That's why we decided
1: to, well, we decided to break it, because it is so So much. You want to give justice to, you know,
0: Mallory. So, as one of um, Mallory's friends says that the best way to honor Mallory is to keep her name alive. Mm -hmm. So that is the goal of this particular episode. Yeah. Of this and um, we're going to talk about Mallory and her friends and what all happened. So, the following people are interviewed: Anthony Cook, who was Mallory Beach's boyfriend and Paul Murdoch's Murdoch's best friend, as well as Connor Cook's cousin. So that go tell you right there. Yeah, we tight. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, They also interview Philip Beach, which is Mallory's father, Keith and Beverly Cook, which is Anthony's father and mother, Miley Altman, which is Mallory's best friend, and Connor Cook's girlfriend, and also a friend of Morgan Daltrey. Mm -hmm. Morgan Daltrey is Paul's girlfriend and Mallory's friend. Bill Daltrey is Morgan's father, and Diane Daltrey is Morgan's mother. And Connor Cook is Paul's friend and Miley's boyfriend, Mallory's friend, and Anthony's cousin.
1: Yeah, so there's relationships, like cousins, but then it's like one big giant, giant friend group.
0: Yeah, one big giant friend group, and we'll reiterate. And it's boyfriends
1: and girlfriends.
0: Yes. So just to simplify it, like it's a boy and a girl, boy and a girl, boy, boy and girl. a girl. Yes. <laughs> yes. So at the beginning of the episode, um, the participants go over their relationships and how they were formed. Yeah. So, Anthony said that he grew up with Mallory
1: mm-hmm.
0: and eventually he actually said they were like best friends before they started mm-hmm. dating, but eventually it grew into love. And, awesome yes, <laughs> and they started dating actually at the beginning of the year in 2019.
1: Oh, wow, I don't really New know.
0: New Year's. So, they unfortunately were not going to be together too long. Um, in that capacity. Um, so Anthony also describes that he grew up with Paul Murdoch and that was his best bud. Yeah. They played sports together. They hung out together. They were always together. Hunting. Hunting. Yeah. Do, doing all the things that Southern boys do. Yeah. And some other stuff that they shouldn't be doing, but whatever. Um, yeah. Miley Altman was Mallory's best friend. And she tells the story, the story of Mallory of, um, they were in pre-K. Yeah, this is cute. This is so cute. And it just speaks to kind of who Mallory mm-hmm. it was as a person.
1: Yeah, her she, personality
0: for sure. Absolutely. She yeah. walked up to Miley and was like, you're pretty. And they are best friends ever since, which I absolutely love. I just
1: think it's precious.
0: It is so precious. This is a little four-year-old, mm-hmm. five-year-old, you know. And so... Mallory was described as, um, from her people, her best friends, that she was a light unto the world. She was sweet and compassionate and loving and fun to be around, and always trying to cheer people up and. And she seemed,
1: from from just the, what you see from the documentary, that she was the kind that, like, wasn't like a mean girl. Kind no, of she thing. wasn't, but like, she was
0: beautiful.
1: Yeah, she. If she, if she
0: saw something she liked, she would comment, oh, "That looks so good. Like, she wasn't... Yeah. She just was sweet. She was just so sweet. Just sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, Morgan, um, Daltrey actually goes on to say that how they became friends, because Morgan actually moved to the Lowcountry later on in life, mm-hmm. and how her and Mallory became friends was they were at a get-together, a party or something, And Mallory came over there and was like, I like your shoes. And, and, you know, instant friendship. So we have Mallory, Miley, and Morgan, the three M's that were best, best friends. Three amigos. Um, So Morgan ends up dating Paul. Yep. About junior year of high school. And they were together for a total of four years. Mm -hmm. So... Morgan describes Paul as having a playful personality um, and that's really what kind of sucked her in. Mm -hmm. And um, Morgan was Paul's first girlfriend, Anthony said. Yeah. And um, so even though Anthony said he was sure that Morgan got tired of him being around, they're all hanging out together. Yeah. So you have Connor and Miley who are together Anthony and Mallory. And Paul and and Morgan. Morgan. Yes. So, Morgan goes into telling about the history of her family. They're originally from Long Island, not Rhode Island. Okay. Long Island. And Miss Daltrey is a nurse in a prison, and Mr. Daltrey was a landscape architect and designer. And... So you gotta kind of know South Carolina, you have to kind of know small towns to know that if you ain't from here, we don't trust you, and yeah,
1: there's usually some
0: there, so that was kinda how yeah they were you know they kind of kept from themselves, yeah, um, and there was also a big kind of difference, so Paul came from the Mydos who have this huge law firm. They're wealthy. Well
1: known. Well well established in that town.
0: Like Yeah. yeah. And Morgan was not that wealthy. Mm-mm. Um so there was But I mean both of those the nurse
1: is gonna make. I mean, they made decent. I'm sure with a nurse. And, well, they weren't stealing no money
0: either. But we won't get into well, that.
1: Well, I'm right just now. saying, like <laughs> in, in a reality sense, they weren't exactly.
0: They were not poor, struggling. Right, they were middle class. <laughs> yeah, where, but comparatively, yeah, yeah, compared to the Myrtles, you know, they were no. they're just middle class, which is, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, no. no. Um so I'm going to give you a little bit of history of what is covered in the um documentary of just like how well established this family is in this yes. town. So it starts with Randolph Murdoch senior and he was the great great grandpa of Paul. Okay. He became the he was the first elected solicitor out of this family. Okay. And He's he the one that established the law firm. That law firm. Okay. Yep. Um And then Randolph Murdahl Jr., his son, the great-grandpa of Paul, he was also known as Buster. Okay. Yeah, so that's where Paul's brother Buster gets his name. Got it. Um, he followed up with that. So he was also a solicitor, and he also ran the law firm. Do you want to
1: explain solicitors?
0: Yes. I have it in my notes to do that, but yes, I'll go ahead and explain it. So the solicitor... In South Carolina is like a lead prosecuting attorney. So where you hear prosecutor everywhere else, mm-hmm. here's solicitor. Okay, it's about as simple as I can. Make. I think that's perfect. Just for some people are like, what? What is a solicitor? Because you hear solicitation, you think selling, right? It's not. It's not <laughs> totally different. Yeah. So from then it goes to Randolph Murdall the third, which was Paul's granddad, Alex's dad. Yeah.
1: And he's mentioned... And he was alive,
0: I guess... He was alive for... During parts
1: of this yes,
0: documentary. He was. And he's mentioned a lot. But he was also a solicitor and an attorney that ran the firm. Yeah. So they're just a family of lawyers. A family of lawyers, yes. Uh, I think they said it spans for like a 100 years. Jeez. So this family has been not only solicitors, but the massive... Like, this massive law firm. Jeez. Um, So... They were the solicitors over the 14th Circuit mm-hmm. in South Carolina, and that's broken down to Allendale, Buford, Colleton, Hampton, and Jasper counties. They That's where their jurisdiction would be. Okay. Okay. And so, because they had their own law firm, they also got to handle civil cases, lawsuits, injuries. Yeah. And they also got to build a huge network of other attorneys, judges, law enforcement, because solicitors work hand-in-hand hand with law enforcement, mm-hmm. because law enforcement is the ones out there charging people with the crimes, yes. which is handed off to the solicitor, which is prosecuted. Yeah, so, A lot
1: of times they have to come in and testify, or they have to come in and
0: go over, like, yeah. Yeah, so... You build relationships. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying all that is bad in and of itself. Right. It can be.
1: Depends on how you use it.
0: Depends on how you use it. So, um, Morgan often went to vacations with Paul's family. Mm -hmm. So she described going to, like, the Kentucky Derby. Yeah, they took her everywhere, according to
1: that. Yeah. Extravagant trips. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Mm
0: Mm-hmm. So, and also the Murdochs own multiple properties. With their favorite property, where a lot of this happens, is Moselle. Okay. And Moselle is about a thousand acres. Every time you say that, <clears throat> like a thousand acres. Yeah. A thousand acres. Like. Yes. It's massive. And actually, um, Moselle is on the outskirts of Hampton. It's in Collington County, okay. but it's like sits right there on that line. Okay, so it could bounce over and. No oh problem. yeah, absolutely. So, <coughs> uh, just to tell you a little bit more about Moselle, there's multiple buildings, there's multiple homes, there's one main house, but they have cabins. I told you the biggest thing that stuck
1: out to me is they have a freaking airstrip.
0: Yes, they have airstrip. And
1: a, a, it's not like an airplane, but it's like a what we call a crop duster, like it's yes. a smaller. But that was
0: so weird to me. Like,
1: yeah,
0: and they have big dog kennels and yeah ponds and hunting property and yeah. It was Anthony's. Uh, Anthony was, says that that was his paradise. I growing mean, up. I can't
1: really blame you if you're outside and you know if you like being outside and you, have <laughs> in there, you could get into anything you want
0: to. And that's what he said. They did like yeah, they would just do whatever. play. Yeah. It was a you know country boys playground. Yeah. I think is what he said. I'm not sure, but um so morgan kind of drives us around hampton a little bit during the documentary and she tells us about a watermelon festival and this is kind of just kind of tells you it just kind of leads up to everything bad that happens um i'm still intrigued as to what a watermelon festival is Yes. And I would like to go. I would like to go to a watermelon festival. Hey, maybe when they have it this year, we'll take we a trip. Right yeah, that yeah. And we can um, actually do a broadcast. Then we found out what it is. Yes, <laughs> it is. <laughs> or we'll just go comparing if it's like, yeah. Yeah. I'm intrigued. From what I can understand what it is, though, it's like a local party. It's like a city festival, a little town festival. And evidently there's watermelons involved. I don't know what capacity watermelons are involved, but watermelons are involved. I just involved. picture really big ones. Like, we're growing them and comparing them. Maybe. I don't know. Well, you know, Pumpkin Town in... Uh, yes, we do have a place called Pumpkin Town. Yes, we do. It's in the upstate. Uh, I think it's in Pickens County. I can't remember. I can't remember, but they do. They have a a pumpkin growing.
1: There's, you know, something, but.
0: Yeah. I know we have like a hog festival and they do a bunch of barbecue and Mm -hmm. stuff, so. Yeah. So all little southern towns have their little festivals. Have some. Yeah. But anyway, Morgan described that. So during the watermelon festival, they could go to Alex's law firm, slip in the back door, and Alex would give them alcohol. Mm -hmm. And he always had tons of alcohol. And that he often gave his kids Buster and Paul alcohol. And it was just no big deal. And it would be
1: other people in the practice, <clears throat> children as well. Yeah. Because she mentions like 14. To 12, 16. Yeah, yeah. Getting alcohol when during this festival.
0: And we're not talking about beers at this point. Yeah. We're talking about liquor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Anthony, who I just have to say, I have such a high something. opinion of Anthony Cook. Y'all watch it and y'all tell me what you think. Yeah. But Anthony had given Paul the nickname Timmy when he was drunk because he acted so out of character. So out of character, so different. He was mean, he was aggressive, he'd do weird things with his hands. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually show videos during this documentary. Mm-hmm. So if you really want details, go watch the documentary. You will yeah. really get to see what I'm talking about. And also, that Paul loved attention. And we're gonna get into maybe some why some of the reasons are.
1: Do you have um, where Morgan or who is it that talks about like he wasn't there, and then I think Anthony was like, no, he's there. You just don't know what he's <laughs> trying to follow you. I, I, I don't know if I actually
0: have that. In. They, they I don't know if I, I actually have. Yeah, so I'm glad you brought that up because so, that was just funny to me. So they would say that Paul would just kind of look mean yeah his eyes scary. black and they would just yeah, and um Anthony came to Paul's defense and said nah he wasn't just trying to stare you down like in a mean way he was just trying to understand what you were saying yeah you know cause and then he was, it cuts to a video I think Morgan, Morgan and the of
1: him and you can tell he is just plastered and his eyes do look just glazed over and just, oh, they're dilated. I mean, yeah. and all that. But he, he truly looks like he is struggling mm-hmm. to comprehend. It, it didn't come off as a uh,
0: uh, way. It came yeah. off as what? <laughs> like, I'm trying to. I'm really trying. Right. Like, I'm really trying to focus. Like, I'm not drunk. <laughs> yes. That's what really yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. But that's when Timmy came out. Yeah. So, um, we'll talk more about Timmy in a minute. Miss Daughtry, Morgan's mother, actually brought up, um. Something that I thought was interesting, I took note of, was that she didn't know if Paul could actually understand the consequences of his behavior. Like she didn't know. His mama
1: brought that up. No,
0: Morgan's mama. Morgan. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They didn't know that he, he got it. Like, and I don't know if that was an inability to comprehend. Like, I'm not trying to say nothing, but or if it was an entitlement kind of situation. I think he never had to.
1: Right. Because that's what you find out in the documentary. He never actually had to answer. It wasn't like a typical kid. You get in trouble. Like something happens, you get consequences, and then that's that. He never had consequences. Right.
0: Um, so a podcast I was listening to called The Murdoch Murders, and if you really want every single salacious detail to this, y'all go listen to them because it's every, <laughs> it's every fully dedicated. Fully dedicated. Yeah. I can't do that. Because just listening to it makes me angry. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm I'm yeah, whatever. I'll go on my rant later. More multiple content podcasts. Yeah, multiple yeah, <laughs> Exactly. We can't fully dedicate to one thing. Right. Um, but um so it was said on that podcast that um oh goodness, where was I going with that? It's not in notes. <laughs> it was said on that podcast. Him comprehending. That, that him comprehending, but that he potentially had some mental health issues that were never addressed. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and that also his mama, well, this was also in the documentary, but it also goes into more detail, was very hands-off with Paul.
1: Yeah, um, I remember.
0: Cause... That she doted on her, the Buster older brother. Buster was her favorite, yeah. Buster was her favorite, and that that might have caused Paul sure some really. problems. Yeah
1: because um, it kind of sounds like he was just unchecked it was mostly like go do what you want to do until something happened and then it would be like oh, let's fix this problem and then he went back to being unchecked
0: right exactly um so but buster is paul's older brother mm-hmm. and he wanted to be just like his daddy yeah. alex murder um he like wanted to it, but paul did not want to be a lawyer whatsoever.
1: No, I don't think... I think he wanted the money. Yeah, he wanted
0: the lifestyle, but he didn't want to do the... But I don't
1: think he really figure. wanted to do anything for it. And again, I think that
0: is because that's what he got to do. Yeah. Um. So this brings us to Gloria Satterfield. And we're not going to go into a whole lot of details about Gloria at this moment. Yeah. But um, Gloria kind of acted as a mother figure for Paul. Yeah,
1: Morgan talks about that.
0: Yeah, and also Morgan's mother points out that the only picture that Paul had in his wallet was a picture of Miss Gloria.
1: I know, and that's just precious. It
0: is precious. Morgan said the older Paul got, the more reckless he would get, and every time he got in trouble, he'd call his um, grandfather Randolph. Um, And Miley said that Mallory didn't really like Paul, but that she tolerated him for Morgan.
1: Yeah.
0: Which is what she did.
1: Yeah.
0: So, Morgan goes into talking about a time where Paul was drinking and driving, and they wrecked the car. And she goes to call nine (coughs) one one, and Paul grabs the phone,
1: hangs it up, and
0: chunks it, and calls his granddad. And granddad, Alex, and Maggie, Mama, show up and takes all the guns he had out of his. I'm assuming he wasn't old enough to actually have these weapons. No. Um, and all the beer cans. And he was obviously drunk. Mm-hmm. And they called tow truck and fussed at Morgan for calling 911.
1: And that's why I say he never had any kind of consequences. Yeah. It's like how you see in the movies, like when the mafia calls in a cleanup
0: crew. Yeah. It very similar. They call, he called in his, his cleanup, cleanup crew. crew. It was all cleaned up. so It never happened. Yep. And so this brings us back to Morgan and um, Paul's relationship. It was very up and down. Um, especially getting closer to the time of um, boat crash. Yeah. Um. So Morgan, actually, it's heartbreaking to watch. It really is. Um. She gets very upset when she's talking about the physical kind of abuse she dealt with with Paul. And Miss Gloria told her that it was absolutely okay to break up with Paul.
1: Yeah, you can love him and not be with him.
0: Yeah. And um. So I, and she goes into this story, which it just bothers me so much for multiple. Multiple reasons. But she goes into this story that they were celebrating Buster's graduation. Morgan. Morgan. Okay. And that her and Paul were in a hotel room. And Paul was kicking her. Mm-hmm. Like in the bed. And she's like, stop it. And Paul goes and gets on top of her and starts screaming in her face. I said, shut the F up. Yeah. And sorry if that was whispery. But I didn't want to. Mm -hmm. Yell, and punches her in the knee and actually bruises her. Yeah, it shows that. Yeah, not him punching her, but the bruise. And I just I find it weird because of all the places you punch somebody, the knee. I mean, that had to hurt your hand first of all, but you're you're drunk, so you don't feel nothing. Um, but it's just I don't don't get the knee. But anyway, if you've ever hit your knee on something, you absolutely know how bad that hurts. Yeah. So it hurt her. Um. So, Morgan says at the time that the boat crash happened that her, Miley, and Mallory were working at this cute little place called Retail Therapy downtown Hampton. Is that like a local thing? It has to be. It has to be. I think it's a boutique, which when we go to the Watermelon Festival, we've got to check out Retail Therapy. Yeah,
1: I just think it's so cute.
0: Oh, yeah. And speaking of Retail Therapy. If you guys are looking for some new some new clothes, <laughs> nice segue. It is a segue, and I didn't even have it written down. Um, go check out uh, VioletandIvy.com and get you some new clothes for the spring. Okay, back to this. <laughs> um, they were working at retail therapy. They were working at retail therapy, and Morgan would come in crying, and Mallory would try to cheer her up. And tell her to break up with him. And they're also calling her out. They're like, he's no, no good. good. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. it talks
1: about, I think, mm-hmm. Mallory is like, I'm in a relationship too, so is Molly. Our relationships aren't like this. This, this is not normal. Right. Like, they were very much trying to get her to just leave him.
0: Yeah. Like, he's not worth it. Right. And all of that brings us to February the 23rd, 2019, which is the night of the boat crash. So um, Connor Cook comes in and starts talking a little bit. Connor was also um, in the crash with them, yeah. but um, Connor said that he knew, and this is Miley's boyfriend Anthony's cousin, that he knew Mallory before Anthony did mm-hmm. because they grew up together and they I were mean, friends. That's so normal for yeah. the small little area. If you've lived there your whole life, that typically what happened. And they were good friends, and so apparently in the low country. When it gets cold, you do an oyster roast. Yeah, that was nice to me. Yep, never never participated in this. But oyster roast is where you literally you roast oysters. Like it's a party, like yeah. it's a thing. Um, and Anthony tells like he didn't want to go because it was cold. Yeah, he, didn't he like, very much
1: was like no, nah.
0: no. But Mallory gave him puppy dog eyes, so he went with Mallory. Morgan decided to go with Paul. But more so to hang out with Mallory and Molly. Uh,
1: I think even Connor and
0: And, and Anthony. I mean, that was her
1: friend group. Yeah. yeah, She didn't want to not go.
0: Right. So before they got on the boat, because they decided to take a boat, um, Paul goes by the gas station, uses his brother's ID to buy about $50 worth of alcohol.
1: Yeah, and they have surveillance of him doing that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Did they say why they wanted to take the boat? Like, Didn't it say, but I can't remember. Okay,
0: so this was not in the documentary that I can remember, but okay. it was in the Murdaugh Murders podcast. Paula got a tip mm-hmm. that law enforcement was going to be patrolling that night,
1: um,
0: like roadblocks, DUI checks, and that that's why he decided to take the vote. I don't know if everybody else
1: knew that. Probably not.
0: (coughs) Knew that. I think that Anthony and Connor and all them just thought it was cool and spontaneous fun. Yeah. But that's what that podcast said. And I'm trying not to bring in, I'm not trying not to cloud the documentary too much with the, but I'm going to try to fill in some gaps if I know it. Um, I think it does say something in the documentary. I just don't
1: remember why. I don't remember where it is. I remember what it is, but I know it's somewhere in there because I remember I want to say Anthony says it, but don't.
0: I don't remember, and I didn't write my notes, so it didn't stand out.
1: Yeah.
0: So they start drinking on the boat, and this is about eight Mm -hmm. o'clock, and they go on down to Buford, which is where this oyster roast is Mm -hmm. now. um, And about, and they steadily are drinking. They're partying. They're eating these oysters. They're going to this. And they're going back and forth to the boat and getting...
1: Their alcohol, drinking Mm -hmm. it, partying with their friends, like...
0: Right. Um, and they left. They decided to leave at midnight. Anthony's tired. It's cold. It's 54 degrees, and that's cold down there, y'all.
1: It's cold if you're on a boat, too. Oh, yeah.
0: They're just (laughs) off the water. Yeah. Um, but several people had offered to drive them. Mm -hmm. Paul Flat refused. Yeah. Um... They talked about him
1: funneling beers, though I don't know if we said that, but when they were doing it, he was straight funneling, like literal a funnel with a tube into his mouth. Yeah. Beers. Yeah. Miller lights. Before it even really, like, the night started. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It was like, buy the alcohol, funneled some alcohol, and then went to this party. Yes. And continued.
0: So, Paul is very, very intoxicated. Yeah, he's trashed. So, on the way back up the river... Paul and Connor decided they want to stop at a bar at downtown Buford, Um, and this is at twelve fifty five a.m. And so Paul and Connor go up to Luther's Bar. Anthony, Mallory, Molly, Hank, and Morgan hang down toward the boat. And did
1: not want to go.
0: And did not, no, no nobody else wanted to go. Like, Anthony says he's mad at yeah. this point because he's ready to go home. Yeah. Like, he's tired, it's one o'clock in the morning, like, he's ready to go home. Yeah. So, everybody, the tension is kind of building at this point. Mm-hmm. So, they were only gone for a few minutes, um, but it did say that, like, as he walks out, Paul flips the chair, like, one of the plastic chairs sitting on the dock. Really? Oh, okay. yeah, and Anthony um, was like, this is when Timmy appears. Like, this is when his personality, like, he's hit that limit. He's in full Timmy. He's in full Timmy mode. Um, and everybody tries to talk him out of driving. And I think, so this is the conflict that they had. Do we let Paul go by himself or do we get on the boat with him
1: yeah. and maybe
0: we can take over?
1: Yeah.
0: And I think that's.
1: That was a conflict for
0: that was the conflict, and I think they thought that eventually Paul would let one of them take over, either yeah. Connor or. But he always
1: got stupid, like Anthony. It's mine. It's mine. Oh like, like, yeah, that's several the reports there. Any time, like because like, <coughs> she talked about driving his truck, he's like, I "My truck, yeah,
0: yeah." But Anthony said that he didn't want to leave. Like he
1: didn't want to leave his friend.
0: Yeah.
1: So he says that several times because he, he felt the same way at the party. Yeah. He didn't want to go with someone else. Right. And leave he definitely didn't want Mallory going on without him. because right. he was worried about that. So So
0: at one seventeen they leave Luther's bar. Oh, and Anthony says that it was very frustrating drive back because like the boat was going in circles, it was zigzagging. And that Paul would just walk away from the wheel and then Connor would step in and get the wheel and Paul would get pissed and push Connor off. and this it on full, boat.
1: full throttle and just letting it
0: fly. Yeah. And uh, Morgan said that Paul was yelling at her for not having his back mm-hmm. and that this is the catalyst. This, this is the catalyst. And she told him that he was acting crazy and she wasn't going to have his back. And then Paul said what I think is the absolute most entitled douchey thing. Y'all, I don't do arrogant. I don't do entitled. Mm -hmm. If you really want to make AC mad, come at me, bro. Like that. Because it just really upsets me. And he said, you know what is crazy? Your father not making enough money to support your family. And she's crushed. It hurts her. But then he proceeds to go spit on her and slap her. And... She started crying. She's upset. Like, yeah. y'all, if it, oh.
1: <laughs> I know, for you, that's like, all right, let's fight.
0: <laughs> yeah, right now, we'll be fighting. You're going off this boat. Yeah. Like, you know. But, so, Paul goes back to the throttle, pushes it up as high as it'll go. And everyone was terrified at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, Molly said that she saw the bridge coming, and she's like, oh, my God, we're going to hit it. Anthony grabs Mallory and pulls him, pulls her into his lap. They're in the back of the boat. Yeah, so
1: Mallory... This is a 17-foot boat. Mallory and Anthony are in the very back, like, and he's got her pulled into his lap, didn't he? To his lap. They're sitting. And then, a little bit in front of that, at the throttle, beside him, on the throttle is Paul, beside him is Connor. Right. And then on a cooler in the front...
0: Is Morgan is and Miley. Morgan and Molly. Right. Um... So, Molly says she sees the bridge coming, and she's like, oh my God, we're going to hit it. Anthony tries to hold on to Mallory. Everyone starts screaming, and they hit the piling. And what a piling is, is basically a rock structure that supports the bridge. But when they hit that piling, they hit the bridge, which launched. Yeah.
1: From what it says in the documentary, it's like they recreated it. And the front of the boat, when it hit, went down, mm-hmm. so it launched Anthony and Mallory off the back. and Off the back, yeah. yep. And they just, they
0: in were water. In water. Connor ended up, I don't know if Connor ended up in water. No, so from what the recreation says, Connor's face
1: caught the whole side of the boat, like where the fishing poles and stuff go, like pushed his teeth through his lip. And, and like, it's bad, It's y'all. really bad. But
0: I don't think he ever actually hit the water. Okay. And then Morgan and Miley were thrown too. Yes. I don't know that they hit the water, but they were thrown onto the rocky pile. Yeah, because it messed up
1: Morgan's hand.
0: Like it peeled back her skin. Yeah. They showed a picture and it's just, got, oh. I don't think Miley
1: had any major injuries. I don't injuries. think she had
0: any major yeah. injuries, but she, I mean, obviously she had some. Yeah. Um, So, when Con- Connor talks about when he came to... Yeah. So he was not unconscious. Yeah. He called 911. And they recreate that 911 call. Well, no, they not recreate it. They play it. it. Yeah. Um, and the Morgan said that the cops were the first on scene before the ambulances and stuff like and that. that
1: call is hard to listen to because you hear him saying, like, we just wrecked and all this stuff. And he's it's, telling them where they're he's at. He's trying
0: to tell them they're at Archer's Creek Bridge. Yeah. But his jaw is broken. Yeah. And you hear
1: either Morgan or Mallory in the background. Sc- not Mallory. Or not Morgan or um,
0: Molly screaming, where is Mallory? Where right. is Mallory? So Mallory and Anthony were thrown into the water. Mm-hmm. Anthony comes up and goes back down, comes up and goes back down. Mallory's nowhere to be found.
1: Yeah. He gets out. He does, eventually. And, well, he gets out, and then they're like, Mallory's not here. Mm-hmm. So he went back in and stayed in, looking for, for her, her up and down and up and down. Yeah, and but, so I'm sorry. Go ahead. Another thing that should be noted is it talks about the current being extremely strong at yeah. this point, point. and where it shows on the map when it shows you in the documentary, it's like the bridge, but then the water's leading straight out mm-hmm. into um into the ocean, I guess. Right? Eventually,
0: like, but it got like, a little while. It does, yeah. but if
1: if that stream is that fast, like it's it's a wonder that all of them weren't just
0: took out yeah um Anthony was so upset and that's another thing that just kind of strikes you in this documentary y'all he is so upset yeah he's he has something messed up with his shoulder but he refuses to go to the hospital and so Paul walks by him and Paul is smiling and laughing and yeah. he jumps up was, jumps up and's like you know why are you laughing friend, bro? bro my girlfriend's gone and he's in his underwear we don't know when Paul lost his clothing. Yeah. I, I'm assuming that maybe if he got thrown into the water, he was wet. and he did, Or maybe he stripped on the boat. We don't know. Don't he's know. just on the dash cam. You can see him walk through in his underwear. Yeah. He's in his underwear. And the cop actually asked Anthony who was driving the boat. And Anthony goes and, you know, him. He's like, the one in his underwear? Yes, the one in his underwear. That's Paul And Mar-Hall. they
1: all say that.
0: Yeah. They all say that.
1: They Everybody all... but Paul. They all say it over
0: and And over and over over over. again.
1: But it's, I don't want to say I blame Anthony, but it's almost because Anthony was like, that's Paul Murdahl. Yeah.
0: That everything was like, break. That's Alex. Do you know Alex? Do you know Alex Murdahl? Yeah, that's his son. Good luck, is what he tells the officer. Yeah. And the officer's like, it don't matter who he is, but unfortunately, and y'all, there's just so much to this that's not even addressed in the documentary. Again, I'm going to say, if you want the details, hit up Murdoch Murders Podcast, because... Yeah, there's a lot there's so much this is the first episode y'all like we yeah. haven't even started getting into the second episode you know what let's make this a three part series I know series. it might need to be a three part because yeah, we've been talking about this for almost 45 minutes and I just I still have 10 pages of notes to go through so it'll help me find team for next time um okay so we're gonna pause we're, we're gonna pause so I Let, to let's just... have a discussion now okay oh <laughs> I don't know what
1: to discuss. I was going to say, for, to be listening, we have some really good content coming up oh, with yeah. this. We have another really good documentary that is just so astronomically insane that I just, we have to tell you guys. I have to
0: tell you guys. Um, um, it blew my mind, it blew her mind. But yes, we're going to definitely be covering that. We've got some really good stuff in the works. Yes, I am working on a missing persons case currently. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get all the background information. I have foia some stuff. Yep. <laughs> Um, so waiting on that, um, I just have to say from the bottom of my heart, you guys, we so appreciate all the love that you've given us. It's a lot of
1: fun. Like, it's just exciting to know
0: someone's listening. I know. But
1: even if they weren't, I enjoy just the... This discussion in general. Like, this stuff fascinates me. It that,
0: fascinates me, too.
1: Yeah. This one's sad, but...
0: Yes. And and that's something that I want to say. Like, this episode is going to be dedicated to the memory of Mallory Beach. Yeah. Keep her name alive. Because Mallory Beach's death is what unraveled mm-hmm. the Murdoch family. Um, that's where it started.
1: Yeah.
0: And I just... She needs to be remembered.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Because that, those, the first and the second are really difficult.
0: Yeah. Just because they're,
1: it's centered around around her and around what happened and like how things were mishandled and how some things went. And it just, it's just rough.
0: It is. She was found seven days later. I will say that. She was found by um, a diving team. Actually, the last guy, I think his name was Kenny Campbell. Really, yeah, um, found him. He was a part of the volunteer search, and that's when they show, I guess, that
1: diagram where Mm -hmm. she was out into the ocean and off to like onto the side, yeah, like
0: she got swept out. She did, Um, and her cause of death was um, blunt force trauma to the head and drowning. Yeah, I just pray that she was unconscious. I agree. Um, but with that being said, Mm -hmm. we will pick up on part two next week. But gotta do my little call to actions, y'all. Yeah. Um, please like and subscribe to us if you want the updates. Review us on any platform that you find us on. Please let it be like a five-star review. <laughs> yeah. It helps that people find us. Um, if you have any comments, feel free to comment. I have all that turned on um, Spotify where you can leave comments, voice messages. You can email us at Coffee Breaking Chill 2024. At, g- at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at um, Take a Coffee Break and Chill Podcast. You can find us on TikTok. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on the Twitter. On the Twitter. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, TikTok is also Take a Coffee Break and Chill. I was just trying to make sure. Yes. And um, Twitter and Instagram is at Coffee Take a Yeah. <laughs> because Take a Coffee Break and Chill is Take it. Um, Which bothers me yeah but but if you guys could do that also if you're looking for a great organic soaps company hit up dirty little soaps i promise you they're affordable they're great for your skin my hands have never been better
1: it's definitely helped my dry skin for sure yeah Yeah.
0: so because i sanitize like crazy yeah (laughs) she she's a so like every few minutes not every few minutes but you know what i mean yeah a lot a lot um she is um sanitizing so you know how you get the dry skin but oh man that coconut kiss soap is great for my hands I love it and it's cute it's so cute it looks like a moon but they also have like gnomes and they have this one that I love it's like a woman's backside like getting ready to get into the bathtub really? yeah it's really cool um it's really really cool I love it Um, And they have all kinds of scents. I think they just released their lemon bars. So if you like that citrusy smell. I
1: I, I do love some lemon now. Yeah,
0: hit them up. So I just want to let you guys know that we love you. We appreciate you. And until next time, don't forget to take a break. Bye. Bye.